Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall. I'll be joined by Tori Taylor, number nine, your punter for the Iowa football team. Next. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No. It's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig so you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only. Not available in all areas. Other conditions apply. We're back for the Jock to Jock podcast here on rock108.com. I'm your host, Brian Marshall, joined by my featured guest, the punter for the Iowa football team, Tori Taylor. Back at it once again this week, Tori. Brian, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me on, and I look forward to it. You are a two-time, two-time Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm not going to lie, that was pretty surprising. Coach Ferens mentioned it after practice the other day because – I mean, it wasn't too bad of a game, but I've certainly had better games that, that I haven't won it. But in saying that, there's plenty of talent going around. But yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise, but I'm not going to complain, am I? But yeah, it was, it was nice. I know that on this particular podcast, you've been very humble, but five punts for a 42.6 yard average, four times inside the 20. And this is the third time that you've received this accolade. That's got to mean something to you a little bit, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it does. I think what game I won at the Iowa State game last year. I'm not gonna lie. Although I say I don't worry about it too much, I was a little dirty. I didn't win it during the Penn State game. <laughs> when did I? When else did I win it this year? Was it? Oh, the first game. Yeah, it was first game. Yeah. Yeah, and then on the weekend. So I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, it's always cool because I get a, like a little letter from Gary Barter just saying congratulations, and then Kevin Warren like sends me a letter and things like that. So like that's pretty cool. Just stuff you don't really think about. Um, until it happens um, so yeah get all like the certificates and whatnot but I don't worry about that stuff too much as, as long as we win the game that's all I'm worried about I guess this would be something that is kind of on my radar do you keep those certificates in some sort of you know something for yourself of your career or do you just go oh that's yeah. cool and goodbye uh no I do I've got them hanging up in my room just as like just near my bed so when I wake up every morning I see them just yeah so I hold on to them because probably I probably don't really appreciate it now because I'm kind of in the moment, but mm-hmm. yeah, ask me in 10 years. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably look back and go, you know what? That was actually pretty special. I'll hold you to that. Uh, in yeah. your in your opinion though, who are some of the other uh, teammates that you have that are big time players on the Iowa team? I would say guys like Jack Campbell um, and, and probably got, I feel like one of the most underrated players on our team, um, a guy's probably like Seth Benson. Um, and I know guys like Jack Campbell and Justin Jacobs, um, who unfortunately sustained a pretty um, serious injury on the weekend. Mm. Um, so Seth probably kind of doesn't really get the recognition he deserves, but just a really, really good player. Um, really good on special teams. Yeah, but guys like Jack Campbell and um, Seth Benson, Terry Roberts, Cooper DeGene's another one. Because um, it's all about, to me, it's all it's. People will kind of say, oh, yeah, he's really good in the big games. But the great players are great all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but to answer your question, other guys like Sam Laporta, great player. I think 
Caleb Johnson, the young freshman running back, he's really come a long way. And yeah, I mean, you obviously got the older guys like Kayvon and, and Riley Moss too, um, whose names you probably hear a fair bit. When you see some of the other guys, the position players, I mean, they're obviously out there a lot. You mentioned uh, Sam Laporta, who has been the primary target for Spencer. That guy is a special player in the fact that he's able to grab pretty much anything that comes his way. Yeah. But then when you're talking about Cooper DeGene and, and Terry, to, to, to turn this around, would those guys have been good in an Australian rules football uh, field? Uh, Sam Laporta, probably not. He's a little too heavy to be running around on an Australian football field. Okay. Um, Cooper DeGene would be. I feel like Cooper DeGene's just good at everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he'd be pretty handy. None of the linemen would, absolutely. Uh, Jack Campbell might be okay. Again, a little heavy. Okay. And I see, I don't know how those boys would go running around for two hours, you know, because it's a little bit of a different endurance um, over here. It's kind of more stop start, whereas a Shane Russell boy, you're just constantly running. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how those boys would go. I mean, they've never watched the game. They're all so fucking delusional over here that they've never, they wouldn't even know what they're doing. Um, so, yeah, to answer, pardon my French, but to answer your question, Cooper DeGene would, would make the transition from an athletic point of view. Yeah. From a skill set point of view, uh, I'm not trusting anyone. Although Spencer Petrus, yeah, he has he has kicked a couple of Aussie style punts and handballs in the indoor one time. Um, when I had there was another show over here, we kind of took him and showed him what what a show rules is all about. So yeah. yeah, there you go. He decided he he'd take a run at it, huh? Or a kick yeah. at it, I guess as as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shanked the first one, but then the second one, he yeah kicked through kicked through the big stick. So. Who knows? He might be a right big Spence. I wouldn't count on it. So Australian rules football professionally, are you drafted into that? How does how does that work? Because I guess I haven't asked that question. Yeah, so you actually can be drafted straight out of high school. So my cousin actually plays professional football. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many there's so many guys playing. It's it's really hard to make it. Yeah, in my opinion, probably kind of like sport in general. Everyone's kind of forgetting the whole football aspect to it. And it's just like, oh, how good of an athlete is he? Or how much can he run? Or how fast is he? Yeah. And that's kind of the avenue that the Australian rules is kind of going. It's like, well, if he can't kick a football, it's really not much help. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, a lot of teams are starting to go, oh, how good of an athlete is he? It's like, well, how, how good is he actually at football? Do you know what I mean? Is there any individuals that join Aussie rules football that are not from Australia, are there people that come in from other countries? Somewhere? There's an American playing. Thank you for supporting what I said before about how Americans are so naive about other sports as well. Because, um, yeah, big mace, big Mason Cox. He's a giant. He's he's over there playing. He's been there probably five, six years now. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not going to leave this, but he's he's got a couple of eye problems, or maybe a problem in his one of his eyes, so he wears glass sunglasses when he's out there. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'm, no. Which is the reason I'm asking is like you said, we are naive about some of the other sports that are out there and, and I want to clearly know about it. A, cause I'm interested in it. So maybe I open up my horizons just a little bit. I think that we need to do a little bit more of that over here. Absolutely. There's actually a few Irish um, playing as well. Cause there's some tough motherfuckers from Ireland. So they're, over, and they play Gaelic, which is kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. They're over there in Australia playing as well. And, yeah, they certainly have a um, a red hot crack. Yeah, there's some pretty tough guys that um, make the trip over from Ireland. But yeah, there's 
there's a few international players, not not many. There's yeah. only the one American, um, who we all hate, but that's all right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It will lead into something that we're going to talk about <laughs> in the Marshall Exchange Program about Americans coming over and uh, picking up work inside Australia. Um, Adam Corsack uh, from Russell yep. Rutgers, uh, also from Melbourne. Did he also go through pro kick or how did that work? He did. Yeah, he, he went through pro kick a few years before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been over here for five years now and I got here two years ago. So he probably did it Yeah, probably four years before I came over. Okay. So yeah, he's been over here, here a while now and he'll finish up this season. But yes, yeah, I speak to Adam quite regularly. I talk to guys in the big 10, um, a lot more than others. Um, cause there's, there's quite a few of us. But yeah. Adam's a really, really great dude and a really consistent punter. He's been performing for a good, um, solid couple of years now. I really, since he got here. Really, really nice guy. Um, yeah, they're, they're the sort of guys that you root for because not only is he good on the field, but he's he's an even better person off it. Did you guys get a chance to to meet up on the field pre-game, post-game yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, so I spoke to him before the game for probably five minutes, mm-hmm. half-time, oh, a couple minutes, and then after the game, really only like a minute or so. Um, just got a photo, spoke some shit. So you don't really get a whole lot of time to talk to one another. Right. But it's a bit different uh, because... When other teams come here, I kind of head over to the away buses um, and, and kind of just um, talk to them for a good 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, for example, like when Minnesota came here last year, I was talking to their punter, who's probably one of my good mates. Um, one of the guys I'm probably most close with over here, um, Mark Crawford. Uh, I spoke to him for probably yeah, 20 minutes or so. And then when the Illinois boys came last year, I was over there for probably yeah, half an hour, 45 minutes, just talking shit not even really talking about football you know yeah kind of the guy that's uh the welcoming wagon as it were is it, is it yeah sounds like yeah i guess so but <laughs> what's, what's i think like over here for oh crap yeah. here we go <laughs> yeah i think kind of like i've said before it's probably uh one thing that people probably don't really appreciate oh not appreciate but really understand hmm. um is that it's so much fun seeing the other guys um and i just love it it really ma- makes the day um, special win, win, lose or draw. Um, yeah, I love it. The other thing I wanted to cover from last week, uh, obviously still in the world of punting, the Miami Dolphins game where the punter yep. puts it right up the other guy's uh, two hole. Wasn't that crazy? Have you ever shanked one into someone before? <laughs> uh, no, I've kicked a few into the parking lot at practice. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think I've ever hit someone actually. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're usually like seven yards in front of me, so mm-hmm. I got a little bit of room. But I, I don't think I've ever hit someone in front of me. But it's a little tight um, in the end zone. Yeah. So yeah, who was it? One of the guys in in the protection just kind of took too many steps back, and Morse just sent one right up the rear. But oh well. He he collapsed pretty quickly after that that bounced off. Yeah. Of him. I can't imagine that felt very good because the speed coming off of your foot is pretty intense. I would assume. Yeah. It wouldn't tickle. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably a little bit, but probably didn't sit down on the bench after that play. No, no, I would say not. <laughs> so number four, Michigan coming into Kinnick. Do you think coach Harbaugh lets you walk on over the bus and say, Hey, how you guys doing? No, I won't be doing that. Don't really like them. Anyone on that team. So I won't be venturing um, over that way whatsoever to tell you the truth. Yeah. So what's your feeling about 
a ranked team like Michigan coming into Kinnick. Is this more, there's more competitive spirit? Not, that's not how I want to word it. I know what you mean. And um, there's really, there's not many opportunities like this where you kind of have a top five ranked team um, come into town. And yeah, Kinnick's going to be going crazy. The town's already crazy. They're setting up all the shit around town at the moment. So yeah, yeah, it's, I'd be lying if I said it's not going to be pretty wild because um, it will be. For me, I feel like I kind of take a little bit of a different approach. Is I don't really give a shit who we're playing. As long as I get to hang out with the boys and, and have a good time, that's all that matters to me. I hear that the former WWE champion, Big E, will be in the house. Yeah, I've kind of got a bit of an embarrassing moment. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Oh, boy. He, um, he came to uh, the building yesterday, and Coach was introducing me. I said, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, Tori, Tori, nice to meet you. And he said, oh, hey, man, like, nice to meet you too. Like, massive fan of yours. Like, keep keep going, blah, 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 blah. And then um, Luke, the long snapper, I was like, do you know who that is? I'm like, no. Um, he's like, oh, it's the big E, the wrestler. I'm like, oh, no shit, there you go. Yeah. But I'm not into any WWE or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. But really nice guy. Probably bench presses about three times, three of me. So, pretty ridiculous. <laughs> That's funny that you big timed Big E, quite frankly. No, not 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 even. I hope I didn't disrespect him, but no, I don't think you did. I kind of I looked at him. I'm like, God, you look a little familiar. Yeah. Um, but last year he kind of had he was barely wearing any clothing, whereas this time he was kind of rugged up, so it was kind of hard to notice. And he was wearing a beanie and everything as well. Do you think that that's kind of uh, refreshing to a guy like him? Kind of like for you, if you can go into a place and somebody doesn't interrupt you for your day, and you just kind of get to go do what you do guy like him you, you may not have known him you didn't fawn all over him he kind of probably finds that just like he's back on the team again yeah maybe i just he probably don't even didn't even think anything of it mm. um but yeah like i said at first i'm like oh maybe this is just a pass play which he is a pass play just coming through and um saying what's up because that happens quite regularly but i was like oh hey what's up man like tori nice to meet you like thanks for stopping by and then i think i was like oh what are you doing up this way He's like, oh, I'm from Tampa, just getting out of the um, hurricane or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fair enough. And what do you know? I'm like, oh, it's the Big E. He's here for the game again. <laughs> he... Now I should go up to him like, oh, what's well, only come to the big games now. What's going on there? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Just really landed to him. <laughs> so yeah, he's a... down. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Now. Nice guy. Like, really, really nice guy. He messed up his neck in a match, and he's yeah. coming back from it. And yeah. does he get a chance to work out with the team, you know, or is he using the facilities? Or you know? I don't think – no, I don't think so. Okay. Not that I know of. He might have – yeah, he might have racked out a few um, reps on the bench press yesterday in his spare time, but i got absolutely no idea. Big, big dude. You're not going to take him one for one, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going not gonna to waste my time. Yeah, I get you. He'd probably put me in the sleep hold or something pretty quickly. Not just Big E in town, but your family's in town to see you play in this big, big matchup. This has got to be something cool for you. Not even that. It finally looks like it's going to be a nice day. Touch, touch wood. <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring that up too, but I figured I wouldn't say anything yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'd be nice. And yeah, hopefully we can get the win for him. So the Marshall Exchange Program, or as we dubbed it last episode, Tori's Travel Tips. If I, uh, when I come to Australia, when I come to yeah. Melbourne, one of the things I thought about is I work in the world of radio. And I thought if we're cruising the M1 or the uh, the Prince's Freeway, 
we're going past uh, Port Phillip. What are we listening to on the radio? What are some good stations that we can listen to while we're traveling around Victoria? Well, there's a lot, but it's really going to depend on the individual and what to the, what they're into. So people probably aren't going to believe me when I'm saying this, but I kind of like old school stuff. So we're going to be listening to Gold 104.3. Okay. And yeah, we're going to be listening to some 80s, um, some 90s, you know, just some, some good solid music. But then if you want to listen to some new stuff, um, we can listen to Nova or Kiss FM. So yeah, there you go. If it's you and I, um, we're listening to Gold 104.3 because, yeah, that's just my go-to. So what are some of the artists that would be on Gold 104.3? Paul and Oates and things like that. Um, do you know George Michael? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hall and Oates, Man Eater really gets you fired up, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just, yeah, all, all the old school classics, you know. Maybe the Stones might be on there. Okay. Bit of ACDC every now and then. Yeah. Does Australia, I don't know if you know this or not, but I know Canada says a portion of their playlist has to include Canadian artists. Is it the same way in Australia? Do you know? Yes. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, actually, because yeah. I forgot to mention that. There's a radio station called Triple J that only plays Australian music, but I can't get into that. I don't like it at all. In fact, I when I used to be working on job sites, that's all they played, and it used to shit me to tears because I hate it. I hate Triple J. Hate it. Use, I will never listen to it ever. Wait. Shit me to tears. Yeah. What, what? I'm sorry I'm laughing, but is that a, a phrase that you say a lot? No, just, I don't know. It felt like the right thing to say. No, that's a okay. speech back home. I love it. <laughs> I, I found one that was 105.1 in Melbourne called Triple M. That's a lot like the state yes, I'm on. Yes, yeah. Yes, so Triple M will be, that's where you can listen to Australian football. And again, they just play good music. I'll listen to anything but that Australian bullshit, honestly, because it's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely, it's kind of like hippie, like, yeah, just not my vibe. In fact, people that listen to it are, are morons. So the, the with Triple M, I noticed that the playlist is a lot the same as, as here, and you said that they play at Australian Rules Football. I saw it said... Triple M rocks footy. And I figured yes. right, that's what that was. Triple M rocks football. You said the one guy, uh, Mason, had made it over to play Aussie football. Would I fit? Would it work? Could I do it on Triple M? Or would I just be booed out of the building? No, you could. You'd, uh, or actually. Even with my American accent? Well, they'd probably be like, who is this guy? Like who? No, first and foremost, they'd be like, oh, this guy must be pretty famous. Oh. If he's an American that's come on the radio station, yeah. but yeah, maybe you might have to like lie and just tell them it's like, yeah, hey, this is like George Bush or something like that, you know, or Donald Trump and just lie to them. But yeah, say some famous American, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say you'd be booed off the stage, but you'd have to have a pretty valid reason to be on there. <laughs> because I would say that your fellow countrymen and yourself would go, no, wait a second. Why he's why is he taking a spot of somebody that could be on here from here? Yeah. Well, we might need to test that theory. There you go. You just have to teach me a couple of things I need to know. So Yeah, exactly. So the Marshall Exchange program, we've talked about so far. We've talked about don't be afraid of snakes and spiders. We've talked about VB. We've talked about getting a coffee from the number one place in the world, respectfully, to get a coffee. Seven eleven. Yeah. 
7-Eleven in Australia. Now we've talked about the radio station. What There's got to be something else that we're going to next week. What would you like to highlight for me? I brought up a lot of things from Ooh. my end of things. Is there anything that I'm missing so far? Because you've said, to be fair, we're kind of naive about what goes on in Australia. And that's what I'm trying to, to bring out here with the Marshall Exchange Program and Tori's travel tips. Well, we've covered it before, but I can't emphasize enough. Like this whole snakes and spiders thing. Yeah. This needs to be like this needs to be live streamed nationwide. Okay. There are no fucking crazy spiders in Australia. And I don't know well, there might be, but no nobody's seen them. So I don't know where that's come from. There's snakes, but I mean I'm not gonna walk outside and see a snake in my like front yard. Yeah. That doesn't happen. I feel like we haven't really touched on weather or beaches or anything like that. Perfect. We will save yeah. that for the next episode because you said you live very close to the ocean. So my dad goes swimming every morning. Yeah. Um, and he can walk into my bar, uh, sorry, my brother's window. Mm-hmm. And that's how he knows whether it's safe to go swimming or not. Because if in the winter, if it's a little rough, you can't really go. I went down there. When I went back in May, I went down there a couple of times. I didn't get in the water because I was, I was too scared. It's way too cold, but. Interesting, because you said you said you were scared, but not because of anything in the water, because no, of it's too cold. Okay, I said to my dad, "I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm only home for three weeks. Why am I going to waste my time in the cold water? Like that's just dumb. Freezing your balls off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to lie; it is one of the best feelings ever. Like when you when you get in and out, just so refreshing. You know, Tori, I've taken you a lot longer on this one, and kind of played in the weeds a little bit on it but i appreciate you taking the time good luck of course always a pleasure anything else you want to add to the audience here on the jock to jock podcast today uh no i just appreciate everyone's support and um yeah really looking forward to saturday i hope everyone gets along or wherever you're watching just know we're all out there battling your asses off and we all appreciate your support and go out and buy a t-shirt for me would you that's right. Oh, say it one more time because we didn't uh, highlight it on this episode. Punting is winning. Ray Gun, where can they get it? Yeah, uh, just the Ray Gun store. Yeah, head into your local Ray Gun store or raygun.com, I think it is. And one T-shirt goes a long way to saving lots. So, again, everyone, everyone that's bought a T-shirt, really appreciate it. And everyone that hasn't, I just really encourage you to get out there and, and, and get one. If you don't buy the T-shirt, he may take that football and do a butt punt to you too. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Rightfully so as well. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No. It's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig so you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only. Not available in all areas. Other conditions apply.